Hey everyone, welcome to the Higher Points Podcast. I'm Nick Sauer, sitting here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt, coming at you with a to the point. Um, we've just been busy this week and haven't scheduled anybody to do a full length interview. So we, uh, we're just going to come at you with something short again. If you, this is your first time listening to the points, just an opportunity for us to talk about what's been bouncing around our mind, anything we may have learned, uh, just stuff that's going on in our life and kind of go from there. Uh, so first things I just kind of want to, uh, hit like that. We have a lot of new listeners. I have a lot of people from Sterling in that area that are hitting me up saying that they really enjoy listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, the best thing that you can do is number one, tell your friends, number two, uh, share it on your social media. Just, you know, just put it on your story. Um, just let people know that the, that the, the message is there. Our whole goal is to want to help people. Um, we even had uh, a couple of young ladies that reached out that wanted to potentially use our podcast studio to start their own Christian podcast, um, and do music and all that. And so it's been fun, um, investing in them and answering their questions and also sending them kind of the equipment list of what we, what we use, uh, and maybe just, uh, help set them up success for success so they can get, uh, God's word out there a little bit more and, and accomplish their goals and what God's working on in their life. So, um, just thank everybody that's, that's been listening, um, that's been, you know, true to it and has listened from the beginning as well. We haven't forgot about you. Thank you so much. Just continue to, uh, like, follow and share all of that stuff. So with that being said, you intrigued me the other day because Nate, because you said, um, have you seen all this stuff about the UFOs and all that other kind of stuff? And I basically retorted with, you know, it's interesting that like all the Hunter Biden stuff and everything's come to fruition. Like his plea deal got denied in South Carolina or North Carolina or wherever that was. And suddenly it's like aliens, alien. Hey, everybody, we have aliens. Look over here. Like that's that's the political theater that I see. Uh, but you then remember, uh, you, you intrigued me with what Andy said. Yeah. Andy so, said that years and years ago, well, two years ago. Like at the beginning of COVID, he's like, this COVID stuff's going to blow over. Something else is going to happen. Then they're going to introduce aliens. That came out of Andy's mouth. Dude, like he, over two years ago. That's why they call him Andy Domus because he's like Nostradamus with like his, his like ways to predict things. Yeah. Um, but, it, but even then it's all that political theater of like, look over here. Like mm-hmm. number one, like respectfully, I mean, like I don't care, I guess maybe. I mean, I do, but I don't like, I, how about this? It's, it's on my radar of like caring because it's like, what technology do you have? How did you get it? You know, whatever, like what happened there, but it's not like super high on my priority list as far as like, I'm trying to like feed my family and like make ends meet and that kind of stuff. Like that seems to me like something that doesn't demand my attention yeah. the way other things probably should. Like, please understand. I'm not sitting here like, ah, F it. It has no value. Like not at all what I'm trying to say, but it's just really not on my radar of give a shits, I guess. Um, and we need, we all need a little bit more like Socrates, Marcus Aurelius, Aristotle, and all the other Stoics in our life, uh, especially me right now. I've got a lot on my mind. Those so on the grindstone. There, yeah, there's only, there's only so much that I can put on my brain at any one given time. So, yeah. And like filling it full of news like that, just for me, I can't. Most of the time, like I was sitting in the store on Friday and that's when I had a t- had time to uh, <laughs> look at stuff like that. I saw, I watched some of the congressional hearing and then, um, moved on and was actually watching some other documentaries and that kind of stuff about it. And, uh, said, I did that for about two hours <laughs> Friday afternoon when I was bored out of my mind. So that's where my brain started working. And, and I, I thought the exact same thing. Um, it's like, this is, they're just trying to 
take your attention away from something else. I mean, obviously it is somewhat of a concern with, not a concern necessarily, but it's on the radar for the United States government. It has been for a long time. You know, well, there's dating have, back to the seventies. Well, have you seen some of the the alleged Roswell footage that's out there? Like old, like even prior, like eight millimeter, like v, not even VHS. They had back in like I think the late nineties. They took that footage and took it to some of the best special effects. Like for instance, the, the original trying to copy this and the, try to remake. Yeah, the this. original Alien movie. They took it to some of those guys, and that was some like like OG shit like mm-hmm. animatronics were the newest thing and like the the saliva coming out of the alien's mouth and stuff and it was supposedly this autopsy quote unquote of an alien was what this video was and they were saying we wish we could do it that good yeah like with our with all the best technology we have like we wish we could do it that good and they were basically those special effects people were saying hey this is this is a, a legit video mm-hmm. so i mean i think it would be obtuse of us to think that we're alone in this vastness. Um, you know, we we look at t- the telescopes that find billions and billions and billions of other galaxies, and you mean to tell me that <clears throat> that God didn't create something else, maybe, or create someone else, or create something, or conditions where other life could thrive? Because, for instance, our definition of life is what we see on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like there are some planets that are in, like they have liquid, like liquid helium. Um, like oceans that cover the surface. How do we know that there isn't life there that breathes helium? Like our conception of life is like limited to our scope of what life is on earth. <clears throat> so I think it would be exceptionally obtuse of us to think that we're alone in this vastness. Yeah. And I think, I think when it does happen, like when we do finally, it's a hundred percent confirmation. It's not just like little videos here and there that are like, well, that could be real. That could be not, you know, most, most of the things that we see now are like that. It's hard to absolutely confirm it, but once it's absolutely confirmed, we're going to be like, what the heck was that? <laughs> like our tiny human brains aren't going to be able to comprehend yeah. like what is going on. Well, but then it makes me think like what I want to see is like I don't see Mars attacks. Like what I, I think would be interesting is kind of like what you watch in Star Trek where all of those different like celestial nations kind of gather together to do like good things. Like Men in Black. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, like something like, oh, who knows, maybe Men in Black is uh, based on a, a true entity as well. Maybe. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I that's what I would like. You know, I'm always not doom and gloom on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be interesting just to see different cultures and those different things come together. But I think it's interesting because we have we struggle with our human cultures coming together, let alone other celestial beings. Yeah. So. Um, although I did see an excellent meme that was that I think that when aliens drive by Earth, they roll up their windows and lock their doors. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, now that that I could see definitely being a true thing. Yep. Um, so on the way to here, on the way here, um, I was just mentioning to Alex, like we he started talking about this YouTube video. He didn't, watches all those YouTube shorts of um, – this uh, like a vending machine. This guy was like, he shows like, hey, here's us servicing our vending machines. Here's how much money we made. Here's some like problems we had, how we fixed them. And I was telling Alex, I was like, man, I was like, I always kind of thought like it would be cool. <clears throat> it would be cool to um, uh, like do vending machines mm-hmm. That's like for a business. And he was like, whoa, me too. And so then we got discussing like maybe actually doing a business venture for vending machines. So, um, from a business mindset, like what are some things you think about there? Like I'm thinking of like, number one, you know, obviously placement, who you're selling to, you know, like if you, 
if you're trying to like do a vending machine at say like I don't know um like Sterling Village, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to be putting all these little kids candies in there, right? Like that's not who you're marketing to. Um I think honestly the biggest hurdle is going to be getting like property owners to let you put your vending machine there, you know, and use their electricity and that kind of stuff. Um the vending machines themselves from what I found aren't exceptionally expensive like if you buy a new one they are you yeah. know they're two to four thousand but there's some decent used units out there um i'd really like to get some of the like um credit card uh, pos's that you can put on there but then that takes a um you know a pos service then it takes like you know 3%. a a cell phone connection to <clears throat> to that you know vending machine to be able to process that payment and then like you said the three percent or more mm-hmm. um that you now have to add on top where you're selling a dollar fifty bottle of juice for three dollars and fifty cents just to make a profit, and people are going to be like, eh, "I'm not buying that," you know. Yeah. Um. So <clears throat> there are some barriers to entry when it comes to that, but I think it's intriguing because I like the idea of it's like you kind of set it and forget it, and then you can go do other things and then come back, um, and do it. And and I think th- and also the options are endless too. I mean, you can do bait, you can do food, you can do drinks, um. You know, one thing that I would really like to see is like start marketing more like healthier foods to certain businesses where when their employees are busy or can't get away for lunch or they're looking for a snack that they have like healthy options of. Instead of M&M's and yeah. Snickers, there's. Yeah. And, and I mean, still sell a few of those things, but make the healthy options like the, the more prevalent options, because that's what I noticed. Like when I was doing 75 hard and, and I would go to different functions like coffee and donuts, like it was a common thing, right? Well, mm-hmm. I could do the coffee, but I couldn't do the donuts. That's just a common thing for cops. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, and, 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 uh, well, or cookies or like we would get the, um, <clears throat> Clive's, like you get like scones or their, I mean, all of their stuff's amazing. By the way, a uh, plug for Clive's there, like all of their baked goods, like their, oh gosh, all especially awesome. their croissants. Have you had their croissants yet? Mm-mm. Dude, uh, life altering. Really? It is so good. Like to the point I called Ethan and said, don't change a thing. I said, that is the most phenomenal croissant I've ever had in my life. Like it was like, was it his recipe? Did he come up with it? Yeah. They, they tweaked it and came up with it and tweaked it to where they got it. And they've got different ones. They've got like a, like an almond, almond something. I forget. Almond honey, honey almond or something like that. And then there's like a chocolate one. There's like a mixed fruit one. And then there's just a regular buttery one. Oh, dude. So good. So good. Anyway. Um, but like, so you, you have those, those unhealthy options. I think it would be cool to be able to give your employees, like the downside is like, if you're going to be selling like strawberries or something like those are going to go bad decently quick. But you can Um, sell like protein bars and you can sell like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I did, I would try to sell something like something that's quality, like first form, you know, Mm -hmm. or Something like that, because most protein bars, if you look at them, it's like six grams of protein. I'm like, ooh, congratulations! But it has 38 grams of of uh, freaking sugar. The worst part about the first form protein bars is like I'll put them in my truck, and like I'll grab two in the morning, and I'll eat one in the morning, and then sometimes I'll forget to eat the other one mid morning, and I come back around three o'clock, and it is a puddle of goo. <laughs> oh no, because they just melt. <laughs> Well, you have a freaking cooler. Stick them in the cooler. Well, no, I don't. Not in my truck. Well, I thought you brought a cooler every I've morning to work I've got a water cooler. We've got a shop fridge now, so I just leave all my lunch oh. in there and go back there every day for lunch. Oh, okay. Got you. 
Yeah, you're you're on high society these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just uh, uh, living that lux life, man. Lux <laughs> luxury <bougie>. luxury. <laughs> We're bougie. <laughs> <laughs> we got our free fridge in the shop <laughs> <laughs> with no air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, sorry sorry I let you down the other day. No, it's all good. It was... did, did you get? Did you end up getting the sand and stuff that you needed though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How how do you do a dump here at Reno County? Like you just drive in and they let you just dump all of it together, or do you have to separate it? Uh, you can take a mixed load and they'll just dump in the pit. Huh. They don't make separate it, huh? But that's so much easier. Than you've got to tell them you're coming from Reno County, otherwise they'll send you to Rice. <laughs> County. We figured that out on on Thursday. Um. Well. I, uh, there's a lot going on. And those of you listening, like if you could add me to your prayer list of, uh, just a, a lot of things on my mind, a lot of things going on, I would greatly appreciate that. I've seen the power of prayer and I know what it can do. Um, I just, uh, just want to continue to, to grow and prosper and invest in others is what I really hope to do. Um, been posting some reels on Insta and Facebook. I don't know if you saw that on my campaign page of me teaching. I uh, just, uh, like trying to just show that that's like that's just me and what I do. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. Um but at some point I know people are going to ask me polarizing questions on things and I'm going to have to answer and at w- at some point I'm going to be making <laughs> like, enemies oh, well, of people. We're polarized now. <laughs> like oil and water. <laughs> uh so that that part of it I'm not looking forward to, but you know, I just try to I, I know I'm, I can't be a people pleaser, so I'm just going to be me, you know. I mean, we have opposite opinions on or Differing opinions on stuff, and we can still be friends. Yeah, yeah. But I think you're an anomaly. <laughs> I have not met a whole lot of people like you. <laughs> I mean, as far as, like, me being able to, like, really challenge your belief system and either, A, change it, or, B, we can agree to disagree and then just move on, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that. that is kind of an anomaly. It is rare for people to be able to do that, but it's like, I mean, we don't have to get along, but I enjoy your company, and... Like we can Aww. build something, we Aww, can build something, build something together, and you know we've got similar mindsets on a lot of things, and yeah. we work well together. So, um, yeah. Well, I uh, I guess another thing that happened this week, I I answered a survey. There was, I guess, a, a young man killed in a DUI accident, and so they sent out this survey because it was like this family is doing like this campaign to like I don't know if they're trying to pass DUI law or something like that. Um, I'd have to reread it, but it was basically this campaign in support of this young man that lost his life. And I don't know wholly exactly what they're trying to change because they asked a whole bunch of questions. And I got a response because I've always thought that DUIs are precursors to murder. I mean, if you can take somebody off the road, then potentially you're keeping somebody from getting killed. Um, You know, we like to think about those people losing their lives and it was just a DUI accident. Like, no, at the end of the day, that person made a decision to drive under the influence. And so they murdered that person. Like Mm -hmm. it may not fit that statute definition, but like when you look at it objectively, that's, that's what it is. You made a choice that led to somebody dying. Like that's murder may not be first degree premeditated murder, but, and I immediately got a response back from uh, the lady that was handling it because I answered that DUI are precursors to murder. And then the second one was, do you, th- I, I thought the question was, do you think law enforcement officers should be required to attend a DUI impact panel? Meaning like this family that's doing this, this um, campaign to change the law or whatever it is they're trying to do. 
they actually would sit on an impact panel where people that have been convicted of DUI would go in and sit and say, listen to their story of how they lost a family member or they were mauled or they lost an arm or whatever. Or the body pieces the officer had to pick up out of the ditch because of a DUI accident. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I've literally removed people's appendages from the roadway. Literally. Like, I have done that. Yeah. Uh, that was a very sobering day. But um, uh, so a DUI impact panel of making law enforcement officers go to it to, like, basically make law enforcement officers more, like, I guess more – uh like stringent on DUI to make them like feel it more so that they want to enforce it more. And I said, no. And she was like, why did you say no? Cause I think that was the question and I'll illustrate more here in a minute. And I said, listen, we, we already have all of these like training standards that we have to meet, you know, that we have to do that are unfunded mandates. It's basically thou shalt get this training. Thou shalt do it, but we're not going to give you any extra funding or any way to like, you know, obtain that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have made some of it easier um, in free training. But, um, you know, so then you're now going to pull an officer off the street to attend this DUI impact panel, um, as a required training and where you have like, for instance, right now, I think HPD's down 20 officers. So you're going to remove officers off the street to go attend this DUI impact panel, which don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that these people's word means nothing and that, that this DUI impact panel has no, no value. That's not at all what I'm saying, but I don't think it serves our communities as a whole, because we don't serve just people that were affected by DUI. We mm-hmm. serve the whole community and everybody in it. I don't think it serves them best, and this is what I told her in the email, to remove officers from the street to attend that training. I just I don't think that it's a good use of our time. And I said, now, if I misunderstood the question, and it was that suspects that are convicted of a DUI offense are required to go to a DUI impact panel as a part of their sentencing, wholly on board with that. Yeah. Wholly on board. Because when I do DUI trainings, I typically try to find somebody. Like I had one lady come in that she was paralyzed from the waist down as a result of a DUI-related accident, and uh, she wasn't the she was the victim, not a not a suspect. Mm-hmm. And had her come in and just talk beforehand to kind of let it sink in that how important this training was. So I still think it's important. I still think DUI is probably one of the most important things that we could go out and proactively in, enforce. Yeah. Um, I think it's more important than like speed and, you know, all those other little things. Like, like I think those are good. things. Yeah. 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 I think that, that DUI, but, but the thing is some of those speeding violations can lead into a DUI. Like I got a DUI one day out of a brake light stop. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the brake light stop. I don't write tickets for a brake light stop. It's just like a, Hey, uh, just thought I'd let you know, you know, you can't see the brake light from where you're sitting. You don't know. So I just let you know, uh, not going to write you a citation. If everything checks out, I'll have you back on the road shortly. I think that is the admirable way to do that. Um, and if it leads to more like drugs or DUI or warrants or suspended or something like that, then, you know, righteous rock mm-hmm. on, you know, <laughs> because we usually have to write for that to show our reason for stop. Like we have to have probable cause or reasonable suspicion to stop a vehicle. So we use that to show why, but, um, yeah, um, I spent my week, went to a wedding in Arkansas, kind of there and back kind of thing. That was pretty fun. It's pretty small ceremony. Yeah. It looked like a really cool, uh, venue that it was yeah, at. It was awesome. Like out in the woods, yeah, it was, it was completely open, wasn't it? That it had it had glass, did it? Okay. Yeah, uh, and you, I thought you could open that glass, like to make it like an open air venue, but it, it was it was air conditioned on the inside. Mm. Although I couldn't see where it was coming from, which was weird. Like I was looking around, looking for vents, looking for fans, looking for an AC unit. Like where's this coming? And I could not figure it out mm. because the whole like 
what 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 are the things that you built at uh, Riffle's house? The things that are cement that come out of the ground. What are those called again? Stem walls. Stem walls. The stem walls are made from uh, old school sandstone, just la- on top of each other. And so I'm like, well, it's not like you could put vents through that, you know, like it, like as far as build them into that, because that chapel's been there forever from mm-hmm. the looks of it. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so I was trying to figure out where it's coming from, but anyway, it was air conditioned and it was beautiful. Um, I saw m- like so many American flags and just pro America stuff. People that still had like Fourth of July decorations up and stuff down there. Um, you know, I, I don't think that we're as divided and anti American as as I think maybe the coasts and the big cities are, but the rest of us, I think, are still very much pro-America, pro-freedom, pro-liberty, pro-each other, and I don't think that we align with the way our country's going. It was great to see that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, that the the Midwest and even South a little bit, I guess, would probably be... Would Arkansas be considered the South? I think so. I think so. Okay. I didn't know if they'd still be part of the Midwest or not. Yeah. Um, it seems like kind of one of those border states to yeah. me. Well, and just to let you know, the two people getting married weren't cousins. Um, just to let you know, since we were no in Arkansas. No cousin brother weddings. Yeah, since we were in Arkansas. <laughs> um, but the venue was beautiful. Um, the hotel was nice. Um, man, I'll tell you. Okay. So thank God I was not on 75 hard or something at the time. Total fat kid moment. I am, I am a loser for chocolate chip cookies when they're soft and done right. Like, dude. This lady, like, I'm, I'm so fat right now. I'm getting goosebumps talking about this right now. Okay. These cookies at this wedding that this lady made, um, which I want, I want to, I want to totally plug her page real quick. Um, they were the most phenomenal cookie I've ever ate in my entire freaking life. <clears throat> they were big. They were the, like the size of the ones at Casey's. Like oh, they were yeah, that like big. The they were Mr. Huge. Good Sense. Or... Yeah. They were huge. I had four in a row. <laughs> I could not up. stop, dude. I could not stop. They were so good. Okay, so her Facebook page is The Crazy Cookie Lady. And crazy is spelled with a K. So The Crazy, spelled with a K, Cookie Lady on Facebook. And you'll know it's her because she has like this cartoon drawing of herself with brown hair and glasses and a green, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say overalls, but what are they? Uh, why, why am I drawing a blank for the name of it? What you wear when you're cooking. Uh, oh, like an apron? Apron. Thank you. I wanted to say bib, and then I wanted to say overall, and like that wasn't right. Uh, anyway, Come on, uh, I, I've been driving all day. I've been driving all day. Anyway, she has a green apron on, and she's <laughs> holding like a plate of cookies, and it says the crazy cookie lady. So um, she does sugar cookies and all kinds of stuff, and it's just it was just phenomenal. And she does ship. She does like you can order online, and she will ship them. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to her because those were like, I- I'm not even joking, the best cookies I've ever ate in my life. Period. Yeah. End of story. And my buddy had a macadamia nut one, macadamia nut and white chocolate chip, because that's his favorite. And he was like, oh, he was like, oh my gosh, this is good. So, anyway, we uh, I'm gonna come out of fat guy moment now. I'll so, let- kind of a cool deal this weekend at the farmers market. I was talking to them, and we're gonna do a event for the coalition. The coalition is gonna come to the farmers market, and they want us to educate on cannabis. And I thought it'd be cool for you and I, well, I'm going to be there obviously already for High Point Farms and for the coalition, but for you to come down too and do like the man on the street kind of thing. Okay. Well, you should try to get like Ryan in on that too. When is it? October 12th. Oh, dude, that's plenty of time to like start. Yeah, that's why. Let me see what my schedule is at that time. That sounds cool. 
but they had never heard about cannabis nurses. October 12th, you sure? That Thursday? Second Saturday. Okay, so October 14th then. There, yeah. Sorry. Oh, my wife's going to be at a, an event that day, which is not a big deal. But yeah, let's uh, let's try to. Hey, Ryan uh, from Observant Media, if you're listening, uh, October fourteenth, let's talk. <laughs> See if we can get done because he wanted to collab on something like that. That would be cool to put together. Yeah, that'd be a cool educational video we could do on uh, on cannabis. Um, yeah, that's cool. You anything else going on, man? Uh. All I did was work this weekend, it seemed like. Today, I've been kind of a bum, but yesterday, I um, oh, worked the, the market in the morning and then came back and did some farming stuff. What did you, it was at the same market that when you were talking about? Mm-hmm. How'd it go? No, pretty good. It yeah. was a little, it was kind of a weird day. They had some people back out last minute, like 14 vendors back out last minute. Why? Because it was going to be 105 degrees outside? Yeah, but it was still pretty busy. I mean, it's nice in the mornings, and my parents picked a spot. They're like, "We want this spot every time," and it's shaded the whole time. Um, the well, I mean, I guess some of that stuff I could see because it doesn't have like a lot of the the same like preservatives and emulsifiers and or de-emulsifiers, whatever you want to call it, in it like some yeah. products. So if you get it hot and it starts to run, like I could maybe see I mean, some we, of that. We got to keep a lot of our gummies and um, like our topicals in. A cooler the whole time. Oh, like okay. we really can't set them out and display them because it does um, melt. Um, but a lot of like the baked goods, produce, um, that kind of stuff, it still it sells within the first couple of hours. It's gone. Yeah. Well, the um, I mean, I guess at least on the upside, you know, there's not like a bunch of crap in your gummies as a result. Like they're just yeah. what they are. I mean, There's, not not just the, the fact that you guys sell thing or uh, test all your stuff too, but yeah, you guys need to go check it out. It's Old Town Farm and Art Market, and it is uh, it's right there. Oh, River City Brewing, um, Mort, uh, old the uh, hotel at Old Town. It's like right south, cross street from it, like that courtyard right there. Um, the Museum of World Treasures. Yeah, it's yeah, I've right. Been, I've been there. It's in front of that. Okay. It's that big courtyard. In front I got of the you. Museum. I know exactly where you're talking. And about. then we're like <clears throat> our booth is like down the street a little ways, kind of by like Industry and Heroes, uh, plays tools down there. Yeah, down the street. We got a a cool little stogie shop in there too. Not Mort's, but mm-hmm. there at least it, there used to be, um, in that area. They had like these Masonic stogies, which I thought were kind of cool. I yeah. Know, since I'm a Mason, I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> It is. I mean, it's definitely something to check out. You know, there's fresh honey, fresh raw honey. We've, we're actually going to have our honey. We just got it in. That's what I was carrying in the back door tonight when I got here. Um, got our honey in. There's other beekeepers that are there. There's natural plant growers. There's, oh, the H2O, HTO, like the, um, tea people. They, uh, they've got this really cool, uh, like fresh, um, Tea booth, um, fresh pressed juice, a um, couple food vendors. And I mean, that sounds good. Fresh, fresh pressed juice. Oh, yeah, that so she good. and she does her own uh, like cleanses too. Like it, it's kind of expensive. It's a, I think it's a four day cleanse. It's like one hundred forty bucks though. But it's all all you're doing is drinking her juice for those four days, um, and a lot of it's pretty awesome. Um, dog treats, quilts. There's a lady across from us that does quilts, and her husband does uh, like little woodworking stuff. 
And so they've got their own double booth that's set up and he brings his enclosed trailer and loads everything up and out. And I think they're up mid to upper seventies. That's older cool. couple. Yep. That quilting's kind of a lost art. I remember my grandma showing me quilting. Like I actually did quilting with my grandmother yep. when I was younger. Uh, not something you see a lot of anymore. There's a, a vineyard that comes in there, which they've got wines and ciders and like sangria mixes. There's a coffee place. There's a limeade place. They have live music. A couple different live mu- people doing live music. Um, fresh cut flowers. I mean, there's just anything you can think of. Huh. Sounds it's, interesting. It is something you need to go check out for sure. So uh, I probably should save this for one of the times that Ted's on, but I heard a, a rather interesting spin on a conspiracy theory that I wanted to share. Because today I shared that um, that how it's funny how Hollywood shut down a week ago and my life hasn't changed one bit. It's almost like they don't matter. I saw that on a uh, a Twitter or like a DC Drano on Instagram, and I just shared it to my story. I saw that. I didn't even know Hollywood shut down. Yeah, but did you did you know? So deal? it's it's the Screen Actors Guild went on strike. So basically, it's the it's the union, quote unquote, that represents actors oh. and actresses, and they're basically saying they aren't being paid enough, and that there have been scans of their bodies taken, and AI is being put in place of them for their acting, so they don't have to pay them as much, and that like they don't like that, they don't consent to AI doing that. But the conspiracy theory is: so what has Hollywood been known for a lot lately? Like as far as like like that's been coming out a lot. To, in order to be successful in Hollywood, you had to do what? Sell your soul? I don't know. Yeah, you had to like sell your body to certain people like oh. that that Weinstein guy and other people. And so the, the, the conspiracy theory is that this is their way of when things start coming out. Like if there's a video of somebody doing something or a photo of somebody doing something with, say, children or – with like, another no, person or whatever. AI. Yeah, it, it's just like, oh, no, no. There was Remember, there was a scan of my body taken, and that was AI. That's not me, for them to be able to explain it away. That's real convenient. I thought it was interesting. I mean, you could see it. See it happening. Yeah. I mean, when you have a multi, multi-billion, maybe even into the trillion-dollar business with Hollywood, I imagine they would put a lot of money and thought into and in making sure that it stays a multi-billion or multi-trillion and planning for the future. Yeah, I would say trillion easily. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just 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 a thought. I'm not I'm not saying I'm totally sold on that, but I kind of go, hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that because some of those people were on Epstein's Epstein's flight list, you know, like Tom Hanks and a lot of other people. I yeah. mean. Donald Trump was on there too. Throwing that out there, I'm a I'm, I'm personally a Trump fan, but you know, and I, he was on there as well. But um, so that when those people like, if say something comes out from high, you know wine or uh, Epstein's list or the video that he, because you know he had video of everybody, yeah, uh, that wasn't me. That was AI. Uh, yeah, that was a scan of my body. Definitely a scan of my body, not me. You know, fingers crossed behind back. Yeah, so. I, I, I saw another meme that said something about it's like yeah. Woohoo! You showed us aliens. Now let's see the the list of everybody that was on Epstein's <laughs> island. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And or, that's another thing too is is like supposedly that stuff's supposed to be getting released as well, or at least a federal judge ordered it. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'll get the full, complete, unadulterated evidence if it d- ever did get released. It'll just be full and complete, and we'll be able to see it at face value. Definitely, hundred percent. That'll happen. Did you see that deal, Mitch McConnell? Where he does like zoned Frozen. out, yeah, like he's zoned out, yeah. 
I mean, maybe like a minor stroke or something. Did you ever see like whatever happened out of that? I haven't. I saw someone that said he either like was shitting his pants or he was getting taken over by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he is an alien. Maybe. Um, or maybe he's just too old to be serving in the Senate still. Yeah. You know, and, and I have I have no problem with the elderly, but I mean, like, we're making decisions of, like, that are literal life and death as far as, like, making war decisions and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be of sound mind and body in order to do it. Uh, sound mind. Maybe not sound body, but sound mind. <clears throat> um, that was another thing where I shared one where it was some sort of a hearing where that Diane Feinstein, no, yes, Feinstein, Feinstein, whatever you say her name, she was like, they were asking for her yay or nay on something. And she went on this like rant about like, I'd like to give my support for this. And you can tell she's reading this piece of paper. You can see it. And like, because it adds this and it adds that and it adds this and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, and the, you can hear over the like microphone. It's, it's like this, like you can hear her aid. Just say yes. Say I like you could. And she's like, what? Say I. Well, what do you, wait about what, what's going on? Say I. You're like, I mean, if, if that's the point where your aides, like, I'm like, so is the aide now shaping the policy? Is the aide now our elected official? Like, I'm like, uh, this opens up so many questions and problems that I have. Yep. But I mean, the thing is, is like you cut off the head of a snake and two are going to grow back. I mean, somebody from that family or somebody that knows that family or whatever is going to get put in there. So it's going to be the same thing. It's not like you're going to get anything new or anybody new that's better. That's, that's going to change it. So, yep. On that damp, dark and gloomer note. <laughs> You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us at the Higher Points Podcast. We'll catch up with you next time. That's the outro. <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you off that easy. Okay. Yeah, well, guys, that's uh, we're going to just wrap it up for today. And uh, we appreciate you listening and we appreciate you sharing and we appreciate all the new, new listeners and downloads. And uh, we just keep pushing and appreciate their... The feedback and reviews and likes, and uh, um, we uh, hope that everybody has an awesome week. And if you guys have any questions or concerns about what we're talking about, reach out to us on Instagram at the Higher Points or Facebook, and uh, check out the website. And just, uh, or if you see us in public, just yell at us and say we're crazy. So you can just whatever you choose to do, or or you can keep giving us the positive reinforcement. That's good too. I've (laughs) I've enjoyed that. Thank you. (laughs) That is good for my mental health. Alrighty, everybody have a good week. I will catch up with you guys next time. See you later.